Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. One day trades. Three cents a share. That's $3. You cheap and one plays scratch-offs. When we go to gamble, we go to lose. If they still work here, you can bet they're in the bend. Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. I think sometimes young guys, they feel the weight of establishing themselves and proving themselves in this league, you know? They really are anxious because they want to show what they can do so, so much. I think he has responded like anybody would because he's gotten some chances and he's done well, you know? And that's what you want to see for your guys. That's the thing about this team. It's a very mature team, you know, and I think they understand the challenge in front of them and they understand their opponent and they understand themselves. So you get into the game and they also understand situations, game situations really well. So all those things probably have led to that, you know, and that's what you have to do this time of year for sure. Uh, there were plenty of plays that were on time in rhythm that were great. There were times when he was getting pushed in the pocket. Maybe I remember the one back and backing up and hit Odell over the middle. You know, that was that was an extended, but it was, you know, it was drawn out a little bit. And that was a great play by both those guys. They, they do so many good things. It's, it's a system, I think, that the, the Kyle has uh, built forth, you know, through the, through the tradition. You know, it's his dad and he, he was with Coach Kubiak, too. And it's that part of it, but it's built around the players. I mean, you got five probably all pro skill guys on that offense. John Harbaugh, Ravens head coach. That was yesterday afternoon, his weekly press conference. Talking right there about the San Francisco 49ers. Right now, the number one seed in the NFC. Ravens will go there on Christmas night. National TV extravaganza. It's a battle of the two top seeds in each conference. Of course, there's only two in the National Football League. Ravens are five and a half point favorites on the road. Ravens are uh, six and one, five and one on the road, or six and one, yes, on the road this year. San Francisco is five and one at home. Ravens have won four in a row, eight of nine. San Francisco's won six straight after a three game losing streak. So this is shaping up to be the battle of the Titans, possible Super Bowl preview. I mean, you can never get into absolutes. In any way, shape, or form. But John Harbaugh stating the obvious, the 49ers, they are a very prolific offensive football team. Bob, you, like I was doing the stats today, I couldn't believe some of their stats. I, I mean, they're one, two, or three on basically everything. The, the the biggest thing, and I was telling you off air earlier, the thing that shocked me was their number two in pass offense with 262 yards a game. But pass attempts? They're last. They have the least amount of pass attempts in the league. That's how efficient they are. They're averaging almost 10 yards a catch, a completion. 10 yards. So, And they're number one in red zone. You know, 69% in the red zone. So, I mean, they are extremely good. And they're number three in the rush. So, Kyle, Kyle has, you know, a lot of weapons. He's got a quarterback that can operate. What he wants. He kind of operates a lot like uh, 
Steve Young, I think. You know, when Mike Shanahan was the OC and we were number one in offense and it was similar type thing as as what's going on now with Kyle Shanahan. So it's uh, extremely impressive what they're doing offensively. And they're putting up some crooked numbers in a big, big way there are the San Francisco 49ers. Ravens, however, suffered a significant injury. And I know you guys talked about it yesterday as I was out. Strep throat, full disclosure. So everybody else probably knows for whatever reason, but it is what it is. And I'm back and I'm charging through. Right Nolan with his brand new haircut. You don't want to see anybody get hurt. No. Ever. But Keaton Mitchell, that that stung, man. And yep. if it hurts for me and it hurts for you, yep. it hurts it hurts for the audience. Imagine, well, certainly for him, but for the team. You saw Zay Flowers, his response. That was a very devastating injury because he's done for the year. Probably won't see him for most of next season. But in undrafted free agent, we know the backstory. His dad, Anthony Mitchell, Super Bowl champ for the Ravens in 2000 and was a prominent part of their playoff win against uh, Tennessee on their way to that title. But he was becoming like a difference maker guy. For every that every time he was on the field, Bob, he was in a position. I mean, at any time it was like, damn, he could go, you know, I mean, he had that type of explosive speed. And I mean, even in that game, uh, and, and Bob, he be, he he was the guy, and down the stretch, he was gonna be the back. Mm-hmm. And um, but he had what nine carries for seventy some yards, and um, I mean the plays that he could make because like he'd go right, uh, no, it's kind of there's nothing there, and then he bounce around and he'd outrun angles, kind of like Lamar used to do in nineteen. He just outrun everybody, and it was. I, and and it sounds like he's an awesome kid, and I mean he he just he showed that during training camp he showed it preseason, and then he got the opportunity and and you just can't replace that though yeah. you can't he, replace that and, and I said yesterday Bob I mean they said well what's the difference between him and Hill four two four five that's a big difference yeah, he touches the ball it's second and short. If he's not just moving the chains on the initial touch as it is. So now we're going to hear from John Harbaugh throughout the course of the day as he referenced it yesterday. looks like Melvin Gordon III is going to get called up. And this is a Melvin Gordon that was rushing for 400 yards at Wisconsin or having big years for the Chargers. I mean, fumble issues have been there. Justice Hill, I would assume, Vinny, moves into the number two spot behind Gus Edwards here. Actually, Hill Hill ran pretty good the yeah. other night. You know, um, Gus Bus didn't really do too much. He had a lot of carries, but he didn't get many. He's not getting Bob. He's not getting any chunk plays. You know, I mean, he's in congested traffic all the time. So, I mean, the Ravens, Bob, they carried the ball thirty times in the second half for over two hundred yards. They mm-hmm. threw it eight. He was three of eight throwing the second half. You know, because you say, where's the wide receivers? Hell, they didn't throw the ball. You yeah. know, I mean, the, the two tight ends, you know, Charlie Kolar, he stepped up and likely. Made that great play. Yeah. Touchdown. So, Zay Flowers was a. Non-existent. Yeah. So, so was, uh, other than Bateman, Bob, everybody was non-existent. Aguilar. I, I do give Aguilar credit on that interception. He chased the guy down, you know, where unlike the Pittsburgh guy, you know, uh, Pickens, 
where the, they throw the pick, Bob, he kind of looks around, see if anybody's coming around, and he just... Made a business decision. Yeah. And it was bad business for the Steelers, for sure, as they blow a big lead, what, 13 nothing against the Colts <laughs> on Saturday night. But for the Ravens, look, San Francisco's a tall order. Nobody is denying that. But to look at the glass-half-full scenario for a team that's 11-3, and three, number one seed's already clinched a playoff spot, you don't play your A game, and you still win by 16 on the road against another team that's in first place, Jacksonville, yep. but a Jacksonville team that's starting to go in the wrong direction for Doug Peterson right now. And and Bob, Jacksonville, Jacksonville, they're probably saying kind of like what we were saying with the Steelers. You know, if we can't, if the Ravens catch the ball, they're up 21 nothing at the half. I mean, same thing could have been said for Jacksonville. I mean, the two missed field goals. He fumbles on what about the eighteen yard yeah. line? It just drops the ball, and then they let the clock run out on the four. Inexplicable, right? How does that four, happen? Four times, Bob. Those were all should have been points, and they didn't get it. But to that particular play, not to look back too much on uh, Sunday night's win. How does it happen? Seriously, I mean, Trevor Lawrence has played football at an extremely high level throughout yeah. his football career. He, he must have thought they had a timeout. I mean, I mean, in your headset. They got to be saying, you know, you have remember there's no timeouts. So, yeah, that was kind of idiotic play by them. You know what? It kind of fit for what the way they've been playing and the way they played in the first half. So, Jacksonville, right now, their uh, tenuous lead in the South is there for all to see. The Ravens are pretty much in a strong position. In the AFC North, we'll get into into it. If you want to join us, you can at 410-583-1057. It's turning up Tuesday, cranking it up to 12. You know the number. If you don't, it's 410-583-1057. Orioles signed their new lease. That's officially official. It's 15 years, could be 30. There's all the sorts of uh, developmental right issues that will be addressed. Rich Dubroff will be joining us later in the show to talk about that. But for those who thought they were moving to Nashville or there was some thoughts that the team was going to leave the Charm City, you were wrong as usual. They were never going anywhere. Did it drag out longer than it should have? Sure. Did they look like doofuses when they announced that they had reached the agreement on the night they clinched the AL East? Sure. When on the very next day, State was like, no, 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 that's not exactly what we got going on here. So that was a bad look, but it's all good now. And again, the Orioles are sticking around. Also, Orioles did make a move yesterday getting uh, the kid from uh, Kansas City, Jonathan Hazley. All right, look. For his career, he's not all that great. It's not like they just traded for uh, Brett Saberhagen in his prime. He's 5-11 and 11 with a 545, made 21 starts a couple years ago. Was kind of on the uh, the AAA shuttle last year for them. 26 years old. We'll see what the Orioles have in store for him. It's not like they traded away Jackson Holiday to get him, by the way. With all due respect to Cesar Espanol, who won in the deal. But, you know, bringing in just another arm, and we've seen it. You know, a couple years ago, CNL Perez, Danny Colome, the guy they got from the Angels whose name escapes me now. Uh, what was his name there, Nolan? Yeah, escapes your name too. Webb. Webb. So they, you bring him in. Hey, like Felix Batista was a reclamation project. Yanir Cano. So maybe they could do to him what they've done to others here as the Orioles have burst into contention in the American League. So if you want to comment on the lease, feel free to do so at 1057 Maryland tonight back on the hardwood against Nichols. Nichols is 4-6. They did beat LSU earlier in the season. Hmm. 
and they've lost against two ranked teams. Their head coach, uh, Tavon Sadler, was with Maryland last year, a member of the staff for Kevin Willard. So Maryland 6-4, taking on Nichols. Then it's UCLA coming up this weekend as things get real again for the Turtles, who have had a week off. There's plenty to get to. We will feel free to join us. Ravens 49ers, spreads 5.5 at San Francisco. I'm guessing if they're playing in Baltimore, the 49ers are still pregnant. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're in that game. As Hyder would say, the Bobster and the Vin Man. I like our guys. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Vin. It's almost kind of shocking that we're going to have the opportunity to put him into the mix right now. And he's been wanting to be into the mix. And he's been there before. He's high pedigree, great player. You can't hide talent. John Harbaugh talking about Melvin Gordon III thrust into a very important role for the Ravens with the season-ending injury to Keaton Mitchell. Melvin Gordon does have a uh, record of success in the National Football League, but now 30 years old, out of Wisconsin, first-round pick back in 2015 for the Chargers. He's been a pro bowler. He's rushed for over 1,000 yards on an occasion. He's got 55 TDs on his career, but inconsistencies, and in particular, something that's bothered him his whole career, it's been in detriment and fumbles a lot. And he's not the fan. This guy that rushed for 400 yards in a game in college. Back at Wisconsin, but uh, ball security is an issue, and I'm assuming he's not running as fast as he did nine years ago or eight years ago when he came out of the collegiate ranks. Kind of reminds you of uh, Ingram, Bob, his last year. That's kind of what you get. Uh, uh, you, you can't replace Mitchell. I mean, as much as you want to talk about it, 
Melvin Gordon would if if uh, Mitchell didn't get hurt, Melvin Gordon would still be on a practice squad. I mean, that's kind of what he is, and and Harv's going to talk good about him and stuff, but he doesn't. They don't have a guy, Bob, now that is a home run hitter. They got a singles. They got singles, maybe a doubles. Hit. Hill can get you in the gap there every yeah, now and again. Yeah, but uh, it's, um, it's kind of sad because, you know, I mean, he was one of two home run hitters. You know, I mean, they, they've lost Andrews and now Keaton Mitchell, two big offensive players for them. Yeah, terrible injury as we talked about Sunday night. If you saw it, I mean, they didn't replay it, but there's ways to mm-hmm. uh, look at it out there in the internet world, and it did not look good. But, again, as we talked about Vinny in the opening of the show, you don't want to see anybody get hurt because that's their livelihood. But for a guy with his story and becoming an impact player for the Ravens and bringing, as you just said, an element to the offense that they lack, it it sucks, for lack of a better word. You know what it's like, Bob? It's like how different is Kansas City's offense without Pacheco? That's kind of the same thing. Right. Because he provides speed and explosiveness. I mean, when Alaire's in there, it's like, come on, let's get going. Yeah, in you fairness know? to him, he had a good game. He did. And McKinnon, he did. But you know, I mean, up. Pacheco yeah. would have had, oh, yeah. you know, same type thing. Like against the Niners, if, if one of these guys, they have a good rushing game, yeah. But then just add more yards because that's what Mitchell would have got. Before we get out to the phones, if you missed the Monday Night Football last night, Seattle stuns the Eagles 20-17. to Drew Locke with a touchdown pass to Jackson Smith in Jigba, the Ohio State product, which was uh, come from behind win. They were trailing most of the game, and I know uh, the coach for the uh, Eagles after the game, Sirianni, Sirianni, he was lamenting the opportunities they let slip away because that could have been a puffy pantser, but couldn't uh, kind of finish the deal, and I know Jalen Hurts is not 100%, but, hey, see, I look at their backup quarterback, and they found a way to win that game. Yeah, and then uh, did you notice the pencil was back out, Bob? Oh, uh, Patricia, Patricia. calling plays, and <laughs> defensively they weren't bad. No, they were better. But, you know, they did allow things. The Metcalf play on the sideline in double coverage, that was a hell of a yeah. reception by yeah. a hell of a receiver. And, and right, and... um they're missing a few guys, but everybody is this time of the year. Sure. So they should they have made more plays? Absolutely. The the weather kind of sucked, which yeah. you know was bad. It was raining and chilly there. So, but it was a good that that is a tough place to play. It's loud. It's hard place to play. Long flight. I guarantee you, it was probably about five and a half hours coming back home last night. So that was that was kind of miserable. But they got the Eagles got the Giants twice, Bob, and then. Um, Arizona or something. They got three fairly easy games. It's been 1057 The fan turn it up Tuesday. You want to allow, we'll play it for you at 410-583-1057. That's how you join us on the phone lines. WGK Law. Phone lines are here for all of us, everybody. Orioles sign the lease. Camden Yards, minimum of 15, up to 30. They got the developmental plan that could be implemented within four years. We'll see how that goes. Again, we'll talk more about it in detail with Rich Dubroff. It's finally done. Now we can get back to the task of building the team up as we're about two months away from pitchers and catchers. Believe it or not, let's get out to the phones. Let's go to Ellicott City. It's Kevin. Kevin, what's happening? Welcome back, Bob. Uh, It's good to be back. I hope my absence was more winning the Mega Millions related, but unfortunately, it was more of a medical thing, if you know what I'm saying. 
I understand, and uh, I was starting to think you hit that big money. I was like, man. <laughs> you th- you yeah. ever heard of Casper the Friendly Ghost? He would be Bob the Unfriendly Ghost doing his thing. Gone, right? Yep. Gone. <laughs> I, uh, so I wanted to chime in a little bit. I, I kind of look at San Francisco's offense, and bear with me here a little bit. They're similar to the, in my opinion, they they kind of run like a similar offense to kind of like New England used to do, but with obviously far better talent, right? Are we, do you think we're better trying to take away kind of the underneath line of scrimmage type plays and force Purdy to try to really throw the ball downfield and kind of hope that, you know, you know what one of the biggest things going to be tackling, yes, sir. tackling. Oh yeah. You know that's going to be the big thing because you know when you look at it, um, McCaffrey has three hundred four hundred yak yards. Brandon Ayuk has three hundred nine. Kittle has four fifteen. Debo Samuel has almost five hundred yak yards. Tackling is going to be a huge thing. You saw the Rams make them look bad a couple of weeks ago. Yep, the Ravens. Yeah, because they're definitely guys that you don't want to get momentum. Is what you're, you know what I mean, right? Like no, like with, like you, you want to catch if they catch. You want to tackle, tackle them where they catch it, and you know what? The Ravens did a phenomenal job tackling the other night. I thought that was one of the best things they did the other night. The those receivers, they didn't do anything after the catch, and that's going to be a big, big, big thing this week. So for us. Um, do you think it's it's smart too? Then would we would we then try to kind of keep our linemen from getting too far into the backfield per se as well? Right, like it's not really worth chasing Purdy around too much, is it? Purdy doesn't you know run I mean? a lot. He he's he's only been sacked twenty six times, so he he has not nice been guy. sacked a lot. He's got good instincts to get rid of the ball, and they have a really good left tackle. I think to I and I got to watch the film, but I think they'll be able to get. Some pressure. I mean, and pressure on a quarterback and making him get the ball, making him uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, if he's if he's able to stand back there and be comfortable, he'll pick us apart because he completes seventy percent right now. And uh, full disclosure, Vinny's wearing his Iowa State shirt today because Vinny, Vinny played football at Iowa State, but that's where Brock Purdy is from. I don't think anyone in their wildest hallucinations saw this coming. No, even like, that. and it saves them from the Trey Lance. Oh, debacle. nobody even mentions it, Trey Lance. Yeah, otherwise, exactly. otherwise they'd want to fire John Lynch, <laughs> you know, because he traded all those picks to move up, and they just lucked out. I mean, that's half the draft is being lucky, and and they lucked out because yeah, the second pick of the draft sucked, and the last pick of the draft is a. Uh, up for the MVP. I don't want to get into hyperbole or drinking purple cola, eh, but could oh, Christmas Monday night's game? Yep. Could this be? Like if Lamar goes insane, does MVP? He, yeah. So well, I, I thought I don't know what you thought, Bob, but I thought the other night he had an MVP performance because he was Houdini. Oh, uh, except for the pick. the pick. I, I thought stupid. he could have ran for the first down. No, he could have handed it to Likely, yeah. and Likely turns up. Right. And yeah, that was. I, I don't know what uh, he was thinking. Of, you know, I mean, just take the just take the easy one. Just 
Yeah, the MVP trophy could be on the line on Christmas night. Ravens five and a half point dogs at San Francisco. Two number one seeds. Could this be a Super Bowl preview? Your thoughts, Sports at 583-1057 is the number. The Orioles sign their lease. Does that make you more relaxed than you were, say, ever? Anyone who thought they were moving, it, it, I, I don't want to start calling names, but let's just say you were wrong. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The latest sports news and your place to talk about it always. 1057 The Fan. 1057th The Fan. Turn it up Tuesday. A little zap for you. It's the ocean. Uh, we'd like to be by the ocean right now. for 583 is how you pick a song. It's for text line. So you do that. You want to join us? It's the WGK Law. Phone lines open for all of us. Maryland back on the hardwood tonight. A little 830 tip down at the Xfinity Center against Nichols, the Colonials. They're four at six. Maryland six and four. They've had a week off. The Wiz, Walt Williams will be joining us coming up here at 1230. Preview that. Look ahead more to UCLA coming up this weekend. Orioles signed their lease with the state. So they're sticking around. They weren't going anywhere. So Baltimore now two months away, basically, from spring training. Maybe the task at hand. What are you doing to start starting pitching? Are you set there? Are you going to sign a free agent? You're going to trade some prospects. Where does the uh where does the team need to be upgraded as they look to defend their American League East Championship. Kevin Allstriker joining us 11 o'clock talk about the Ravens and in particular the loss of Keaton Mitchell and how this affects things adversely, obviously, yep. for the offense. But let's go to Baltimore, bring in Rashawn. Rashawn, what's up? Hey, good morning, man. How y'all doing today? What's up, man? Uh, not much. Um, shout out to the uh, Seahawks last night, man. You know, taking care of business, upsetting the Eagles. Which uh, you know, put my Cowboys back in I guess first place in the NFC East. <laughs> yeah. So um Except your schedule's yeah, you, a lot harder than the Eagles. Yeah, that's true, a lot harder, man. And um after that that game in Buffalo, man, I I'm kinda, you know, worried about my Cowboys now, man. Be. I don't know if they're a fraud or not, man. You well, know, Rashad, let me throw this at you. If the playoffs started today, which they don't, Dallas is the two seed, they would host the Rams. And I could see old Matt Stafford with that Super Bowl pedigree and those receivers and that running back maybe making life miserable. You saw what uh, James Cook ran all over Dallas, man. Like yeah, they were did, like Yeah, I think yeah. that would be a very scary first round matchup for well, Dallas well, I mean, on the road. Dallas, if Dallas has to go on the road, they're going to be in trouble. Yeah, and um, if we do get play, you know, at home against the Rams. I mean, I mean, we undefeated at seven and zero. Yeah, you're at home fine at and, home. Uh, 
Yeah, it's just on the road, you know. And, and I don't know what, what Dan, what's up with Dan Quinn, man. That defense been suspect some of these games, man. Like, you got to make some type of adjustments. And this guy has been mentioned for head coaching jobs, man. But, you know, I think he's a little bit overrated now, you know what I mean? Oh, I kind of remember you kind of smooching his rear end earlier in the season, though. Yeah, man. It's but a then, fickle like, thing, these sports fandom, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is, man. You can't let that guy run over top of you like that, man. And um, and um, uh, Miami Maybe if can he run put the his ball hat too. on the other way. Maybe that would help. I don't know. Something you need to change up yeah, something because on. Miami. You know they went out to Miami and um, you know they can put up some points and they have a good running game too. So hopefully, you know, we'll see how they adjust to this and how they react to that uh, embarrassing loss, though. You know, because they they call in this game this week the Dolphins and the Cowboys, the battle of the fraud teams. You know, <laughs> so they said none of them really play anyone yet. Don't beat anyone significant. So yeah, um, I mean the Dolphins handle the Jets with relative ease, but yeah. everybody else they struggle with. Uh, the spread's one and a half in favor of Miami, by the way. Mm, yeah, it should be a good one. Um, real quick, but onto the Ravens. Um, I see they called up um Melvin Gordon, right? Yeah. Um, why didn't they call up that guy Owen right off the practice squad, man? You know, I seen some film of him. He seemed like you know, young guy, five nine, two seventeen, man. You know, burst of speed. They yeah. should have gave him a shot. The Instead only problem, to- the only thing with that is, is these games are too big now to be giving people shots. You got to have guys that you know what's going to happen on the field. Yeah, I guess so. You know, I mean, I don't know how you how much you think they're going to even use Gordon. You know, I'm, I'm guessing Hill. Little and, as um, possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree, man. But um, we shall see, man. But uh, let me go. Good talking to y'all, though. All right, Rashawn. He's uh, he's backing off the Dan Quinn bandwagon. Yeah, he was worried that he was going to leave for another job. Well, I think they the they paid him a fortune to stay. But I mean, do you, does your rep get that damaged over the course of a couple of weeks? No, no. But they just they just they're they're a totally different team on the road than they are. But I mean, Bob, I mean, did you pick Dallas? I did not. Yeah, we all picked Buffalo, I yeah. think. Yeah. Hey, look, I thought it was a no-brainer. Pound, Buffalo's as good as any team in football. Uh, yeah. I mean, they've clobbered a couple of teams this year, and they've had some heartbreaking losses. Should have beat Philly. Would have, could have, should have way back when, a couple, three weeks ago. But, you know, Buffalo, that's that the team nobody, air quotes, wants to play in the playoffs if they get in, which right now they're on the outside looking in. That's the team nobody wants to play. As a matter of fact, Buffalo's the ninth seed. Right now, they still have to pass a couple of teams to get into the postseason. Yeah, and I and I think from what you said, Norm, about the schedule, they got a chance to win out. Oh well, they next two weeks, no doubt, Chargers and Patriots. I mean, they got a. If you want to make the playoffs, you got to take care of business there. It's Vinny and Haney, one hundred five seven. The fan, Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato. We'll come back, reset the program for you. If you want to get in, you can at four ten five eight three one zero five seven. It's total or turn it up Tuesday. Pick a song you want, crank to twelve. We'll do it. You want to comment on the Orioles' new lease? Feel free to do so. If you're still upset with ownership, okay, that's another story altogether. We can get in all of that and more. The loss of Keaton Mitchell means what to the Ravens moving forward here. And Maryland back on the hardwood tonight against Nichols. Terps trying to stack some wins. They got two in a row. One was a conference win. Now you got UCLA looming this weekend. There's your first litmus test in about a month. Vinny and Haney, two opposites attracted by a paycheck. 105.7 The Fan.
That's what we do. Bend and don't break. And the uh, biggest thing in this game, it's not yards, anything like that. It's about how many points you score. Go out there and run for 500 yards, throw for 300, and then you score three points. What good is that? Troquan Smith, stud linebacker for the Baltimore Ravens, talking about their bend, not break defensive philosophy. I think they're a little more stout than that. But Jacksonville 0 for 3 in the red zone on Sunday night. They had a lot of self-inflicted damage as they missed a couple of field goals. Trevor Lawrence turned the ball over. But the Ravens, when it mattered, making some plays. Now, one red zone trip that ended up with a donut for Jacksonville. Talk about self-inflicted. They let the clock run out at the end of the first half. Unbelievable was the word everyone was saying here. On the broadcast with Collinsworth and Tarico on social media, unbelievable. How does that happen? Yeah, and it was it was a great play by what was it Marcus Williams who made the tackle mm-hmm. to keep him in bounds. That, that was that was smart play by them. Dumb smart play by the Ravens. Dumb play by Jackson. Why are you even throwing it in that like situ- a quick out? Yeah, kind just of thing get like. it to the sidelines or, or go for the touchdown. Do something where the ball, if it's not a touchdown or it's not you know stopping the clock. Yeah, I mean you're at an advantage. Here. Right. I mean Bob, when you look at that play, what are you hoping to accomplish? You know, what's the end game there? Yeah. You're going to gain two more yards? Yeah, you're still in field goal range. If anything, you're trying to get a touchdown. Right. And then throw it to the end zone. So it's inexplicable, but who do we blame on that? Lawrence for his decision-making. I know after the game, uh, Doug Peterson was like, I hope it's a learning experience for all of us here. But wouldn't you think that you had already known what the situation was there in regards to clock management, timeout allocation. Well, I'm guessing, Bob, that that was they were in two-minute mode because they're hurrying up to the line of scrimmage, so that's all on Lawrence. You know, or, you know, what do you practice during the week for those type situations? Yeah, look, he's an extremely talented guy. Nobody's denying that Trevor Lawrence is not good at football, but... You're still, if I was a Jacksonville fan and I'm not, I'm wanting more from him than you're yes. getting right now. Yeah. Especially at this stage of his development. I mean, he lost two fumbles Sunday night. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Bob, the the one that caught, I mean, how do you just like bump? I mean, that was like uh, for Millette and, you know, to get that fumble and change momentum, field position, the whole thing. I mean, that was. I don't know how you just run it and you just drop the ball. I mean, I didn't. That one was like, well, thank you. Well, he's playing on a bum ankle, but, you know, if you're detrimental to the team from a health standpoint, don't play. Right. But, you know, he's a competitor. I mean, nobody denies that. He's as tough as nails. But, man, you just keep in. Christian Kirk's not there. We get all this. I mean, they still have Ingram has had a very good run here. Calvin Ridley's been kind of a disappointment. ETN. Well, Bob, when you look at Jacksonville in the second half, other than that 65-yard play, the touchdown, oh, that Agnew, they yeah. uh, screwed up the coverage. I mean, Bob, they had 50 yards in the second half, Jacksonville. They, they only had the ball 10 minutes. So last night, Philly loses. What does it do for the playoff picture in the NFC? Well, it does this right now. San Francisco, they host the Ravens Christmas night, five-and-a-half-point favorites. Dallas now the number two seed. Detroit's number three. They got the big win last week against uh, Denver. Well, Saturday night. Yes, they did. Tampa's in first place as Baker Mayfield starting to heat up. He had an outstanding game. He was, uh, he was awesome. Perfect quarterback rating. 
Philly now number five. Minnesota still in it. Tough loss this weekend at Cincinnati at 7-7. Seven seven. Now the Rams, who the Ravens saw up close and personal, game that won in overtime. Right now they would be the number seven seed. And then you still have Seattle, New Orleans, very much part of it. Atlanta, Green Bay on the outside looking in, but running out of time. I, I would say probably the ones that were the most disappointed after this past week, the Packers. I mean, you're at home and, you know, again, playing Tampa, warm weather team coming up to Green Bay in the cold, and you get basically get blown out. Spank. Yeah. Spanked by Baker, AFC Ravens, number one seed, as we know by now. Miami, the number two. Kansas City at nine and five. Number three, strength of schedule favors them, depending on outcomes of other games as they look to. Look, Patrick Mahomes has never played a playoff game on the road. You know, Super Bowl's neutral site, but every year he's been in the NFL, they've hosted playoff. How about Tony again? Well, the interception again. Well, you know, things happen sometimes. I mean, you, we you had, throw the uh, ball, it bounces off your hands, and the other team takes advantage. Who was uh, the dude we had on from Kansas City yesterday? <clears throat> Jeffrey Chidea. Jeffrey. Yeah. Because yeah, I said to Jeffrey, I said, Jeff, I said, you know, you see Kansas City every every week. I said, Kelsey looks old to me. He said, yes. He's, you know, a guy who's based his ability to get open and stuff on quickness. He's kind of losing that some of that quickness, and he's not as dominant as he used to be. Maybe that's why Patrick Mahomes is starting to uh, lose it yeah. a little bit more as we see him. Emotions getting the best of him. That Rasheed Rice, though. He's picking it up. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's uh, coming on. He's stepping up to the plate there. Jacksonville's the fourth seed. Some way, somehow, as they win the tiebreaker over the Colts in Houston based on head-to-head. Cleveland's number five, the fighting Flacco's. As they continue to march on, and you know, Joe threw the pick at the goal line, but the safety for the Bears made a hell of a play when he's trying to hit uh, Injoku there around yep. the one, the goal line. That was a great play, but monster fourth quarter for Joe Flacco. So Cleveland quietly at nine and five. Cincinnati, we stuck a fork in them. Boy, were yeah. we wrong. They won three in a row. Browning, did you see after the game, Bob? He yells into the camera. Told you you shouldn't have cut me. Yeah, he was on the Vikings. Yeah, well, all right, okay, whatever. But yes, he could he could gloat because he got the win. Minnesota should have won that game, and that's yep. uh, another subject we'll talk about later when we get into the pick section. But Cincinnati, if the playoffs started today, they're in. And same with the Colts at eight and six. Houston's on the outside looking in, as is Buffalo. Both at eight and six. You got Pittsburgh and Denver seven and seven. Denver's kind of trending in the wrong direction, and Pittsburgh is in a major way. Resorting to Mason Rudolph to try to stem the tide. Because Mitch Trubisky is just not getting yeah. it done. Well, maybe they did that for Christmas, Bob. Bringing in Rudolph. Uh, Rudolph the red nosed <laughs> reindeer. Well, you know, Mason Rudolph's a guy that, you know, put up big numbers at the collegiate level, but he's yep. been riding a lot of pine yes, he in the National Football League. If you want to get in, talk about Baltimore and San Francisco. The spread is five and a half in favor of the 49ers. And I gotta be honest with you, I don't think that's a problem. No. They've been so dying as good as the Ravens defense can be. 
you know, we're starting to see maybe Clowney and Van Noy run out of gas a little bit here. Yes, we are. At the most inopportune time. And Marlon Humphrey's not at 100%. Arthur Millette has not played all that great last couple of weeks. Kyle Hamilton played well, but he's playing hurt. I mean, the 49ers coming in here clicking on all cylinders. And I'm guessing, I mean, Jeremy Kahn would probably know this more than I would. Even if the game was in Baltimore, I bet San Francisco's two or three point favorite. I, I would if agree. If they're with laying that. five and a half on the road. Yeah. And all the things that you just said, Bob, they're true. You know, about because we talked a lot about that yesterday about Clowney and Van Noy. It's like, yeah, come, come on, because they don't. They don't look like they're not in the backfield anymore. Right. And Clowney was a lot. But Christmas night game, battle of number one seeds. If you can't get ju- – not to say they're not juiced up for the Jacksonville Jaguars Sunday night football. If you can't get charged up for that, oh, I, I mean, to tell you. Bob, this is – they're, they're going to talk on the broadcast, I'll, I'll bet you, Super Bowl – Preview. preview, you know, and this is the biggest game of the uh, of the week. Biggest game. It's one versus two. Should be a big hype job all week long. Uh, Vinny's Dirty Dozen to that uh, point coming up at 1130 with Kevin Ostriker, USA Today. He'll be joining us next. Ravens, why are the injury to Keaton Mitchell? How do they improvise and adapt? The Ravens, that is. The whip around 1115. <laughs> lot going on in the world of sports. Tons of NBA last night. An infamous moment in Baltimore football history took place on this date, December the 19th. We'll get into all of that and more. And another coach was fired in the NHL. That's five yeah. before the calendar year is flipped to 24. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.